Gunshot State Podcast, we in this bitch. Let's go. We three for three today. Yeah, when he came in there, he said we were bumping that old shit. I'm going to let him hear that. But I was Yeah. Some shit I was fucking with. Step up in the rim, make a movie. Let's go. I'm about to step up in the rim, make a movie. Ain't nigga pocket full of dollars on the blue shit. But nigga stepping in just up in with the Louis. I'm about to tell the rims of bitch I see the new thing. I'm about to do our gun shit. I'm about to do our Let's go. Chain swinging down. I'm tipping the tipping of that flipping, flipping. I'm gripping the pussy, reloaded. He and my sister pocket full of. Hey, hey let's go. Hey, this nigga got hits. We got song after song. Fucking, let's go. Hey, great, dog. Oh, she the real Yo, we just trying to set the vibe real quick. Let them know what it is that they here on the Gunshot State Podcast. Let's go. Let's go. 
This nigga here, Let's go. Hold up. I, I want y'all to hear Boosie get on this day real quick. To that mm-hmm. real quick, let me introduce the podcast, the Gunshot State Podcast. Gun- it's on your boy 305, and it's your girl, cool ass key. And you already know it's the Gunshot State Podcast where we take shots and shoot the shits, and then we stand on this ground and the shit that we shoot. Now, listen, this guest here, right? Now, this is some when I first seen you, I seen you at the uh, the Black Ink event, the Black mm-hmm. Creek Ink and Crew event, and you was real. Like reserved, laid back, you know what I'm saying? People in the scene. Dog, you show none of this personality that I see on the <laughs> on, 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 on Facebooks, the Instagrams, even the fucking videos, bro, that like when we was at you was just like I knew you were somebody. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> like we you can look at you and tell you somebody, you yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, Definitely yeah. make sure that's known. But definitely, see, you know what I'm saying? Quiet, kind of just vibing. Nigga, it was too long. I went over there. Nigga, by himself and shit. You know I went over there to uh, to uh, to Chick Fil A. He was already over there. Like, man, these niggas take it too long, oh, man. Man. <laughs> man. So yeah, we got the homie Mean Gene, man. We appreciate you, homie. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here for real, for real. And you know, it's funny you say that because you know, what I'm saying I was raised by older, older niggas and shit. And shout out to mom. Big homie boy and my guy Mama Beanie, you know what I'm saying, on that street shit. But you know, so I was raised by niggas. They always told me, man, shit like the loudest motherfucker mm. is the weakest motherfucker. Like, yeah. and then I shit. do. I own a security guard company, so I sit back and I just watch all the surroundings and everything around me for comfortability. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I just see what goes on, and I just peep the scene and I just chill. I'm just like a more so chill, relaxed, reserved person. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to the music, I just make different music that vibes in different ways that hits different parts of the soul. And it's just like different personalities of me and Gene. That's all it is. But for the majority of the part, dog, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the nigga that's like come cool and chick, chill and just kick back, be laid back, man, and vibe. That's what's up. That's what's Definitely up, that. Definitely so we that. appreciate you coming and kicking it with us on the Gunshine State podcast, homie. For uh, sure. Well, we like, like to do, uh, we like to talk about your week first, man. You know, like, Real delve into, into some shit that really happened. You know what I'm saying? That's aside from the music, man, or whatnot. If it was everything wasn't all good, everything wasn't all bad. What was good? What was you know? 
Talk How about was it. your week? How was your week? Oh, man? shit, man. My week was just a regular. I can't even say regular week because it ain't no regular week. Mm. I don't never have a regular week. But for the majority of the party, it was all good. It was all gravy. My mom turned 75 through her birthday oh, party. Oh, yeah, that's hey, a happy blessing. Birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, that is a blessing. But I'm only trying to get there. You know what I'm saying? Then, uh, been dibbling, dabbling, making sure the semi-truck's moving good because I had started a semi-truck company. And then also managing the security guard company, getting that all together, and then lining up things for the show that's coming up this week, right for Mother's Day in Jasper, Florida. So, it, to yeah, me, working. it's a typical normal day for me. Right. So, like, I always tell people every day in my life is an adventure, but it's so normal to me, to the average person, they'll probably be like, nah, there ain't no regular <laughs> week. So, <laughs> to me, it's like, oh, yeah, everything went good. It's just another day in paradise. Hey, that's <laughs> how I be when you're living it up, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I always tell people that anyway because I'm a whole positive person. So I feel like, you know what I'm saying, whatever you speak shall be. So mm. even when I'm having a bad day, I just like, hey. You know, speak something good of it. Another day in paradise because I can believe it, I can achieve it. What, you, what did you learn that from? <laughs> Shit. I learned that from a um, gentleman I used to work with um, that was a supervisor, um, older white guy. Kind of like my mentor on the business side of things. And he used to always tell me, man, you can't never trip over whatever you can't control. So if you think, whatever you think it shall be. So if you think it's a bad day, it's going to be a bad day. And if you think it's a good day, it's going to be a great day. It's, your day going to be whatever you make it. And I thought about it and it made sense. And I used to say to myself, yeah, I've been around a person, dog. You were having a goddamn great day. That shit was, you know what I'm saying? And they called you up. But yeah, my mom just... Got this, and my dog, dog just died, and then by the time the whole fucking conversation was done, you like, man, the fuck, dog. I yeah, feel they bad drained fuck. everything. They done drained everything you had. So you know, I just like, you know, I'm a roll with that every day. Mm. So even when I be going through shit, I be like, oh man, it's just another day in paradise. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's real. That's so real. on that note, let's go ahead and take and uh, take a shot to that. Cheers to having great days, man. We here. Yeah, yeah. Celebrate, you know what I'm saying? We didn't have to be here, but we is. And we here. I got you on me. Appreciate that. Hey, look here, man. Appreciate hey, look you, here. homie. It's Sunday, man. We having a good shot, boy. Remind me of the communion cup, man. Let us break bread. Hey, <laughs> hey I just said that. She just God. said that shit, dog. She said, man, these look like the communion cups, nigga. Y'all stole these from the church. <laughs> Hey, believe it or not, man, I tell my old lady, man, I was just laughing and joking. I was like, man, I remember, man. She like, I hate the fucking chill. I was like, man, I remember my mom used to have me in church. I'd be hungry fuck. I'd be like, damn, can I get another chip, please? Can <laughs> <laughs> you get another piece of your body, Jesus, please? Niggas hungry, man. Mm-hmm. So uh when did you start getting into this music shit, man? Like Ooh, I would say so. You say church. So I, I was maybe choir. No, started there, but it was uh. I used to write poetry. Mm. Uh, after my brother died, he died. I like about nine, and then the only way I could channel myself was I, I was a big fan of like Langston Hughes. Got a poem called oh, wow. uh, "Broken Winged Bird That Couldn't Fly." So I used to write down shit, but that shit ain't sound like his shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm right now, shit, bear me a G. You know what I'm saying? Listen to Tupac and shit. Then I used to play drums when I was in middle school. So um, I was playing drums, and then I write write um, stuff down. And I had graduated from Rains High 
during the whole time, I was just always writing rhymes because all I would do is I'd put the the words that I write on a rhythm to the way I play the snare drum. Right. And then I recorded my first song when I was in college. Believe it or not, I um, graduated from Reigns, went to FAMU, and my homie uh, Brandon Lockert, B-Lock, you know what I'm saying, from Duval, we were down there. He was like, man, you can rap. I was like, nigga, huh? <laughs> and he had me, I'll never forget, he had me, uh, he used to use Cakewalk. People use the Cakewalk Pro Tools. We was in his little college, uh, in his little apartment that he had, you know what I'm saying? And, and he had a closet. He had a closet. And he had like sheets and all kind of shit up there to soundproof it. So we had like the, the original home home studio around this motherfucker <laughs> where you just doing whatever, trying to make that shit. The first thing I did, I used the Bobby Valentino beat and I had put a song on that beat called Bear Me a G. Mm. That nigga said, This shit dope. And I just kept going to the studio, taking all the licks I had, just putting them over there and shit. So it really started, I say it started when I was like nine, but shit, I used to go sing in the church choir. Uh, play drums for the church choir, playing the marching band. So music always been a part of me, but I ain't really started rapping until like recording lyrics until I was probably like about 17, 17, 18. Damn. Plus I was uh, at Fan U band, so shit. I would I graduated well, you was on from high school. You yeah, was I was in hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, hey, yeah, they whooped my shout ass too. Out, shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. You played, out, you played the drums. Mm -hmm, played snow. I had a home, I had a homeboy marched in the hundred. Uh, his name Gerald. He went to Rain. I think he went to Reigns. Gerald what? Gerald Lewis. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, he played. He, he marched in the hundred. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know all them boys. That's but yeah, saying. I marched in. The, I marched in the hundred. You know what? Then was some of the most highlights in my life too. It was a shit. That was hell. It was hell and it was it was hell and fun at the same time. Yeah, I would say you, growing up from you know what I'm saying here in Jacksonville, you you know. That fam, you band is one of the bands you look up to, like one of the best bands, you know what I'm saying, around and shit like that. So mm -hmm. there's no people that actually, you know what I'm saying, watching that shit. Like, damn, I used to watch that shit on TV, go to the games and shit. Dog. Uh, yeah, I used to be like, all over the world up, with the motherfuckers, dog. man. We used to go everywhere. Give me, give me your most memorable moment from watching in the hundred. Most memorable moment from watching in the hundred was my freshman year, the first third game. We went to uh, Detroit to play Alabama State. And see, they had this thing when you're a freshman. You always got to stay together no matter wherever y'all go. So y'all one unit, y'all move all sides. So if one person don't want to go here, y'all can't go there. And what it was was, nigga, we had no motherfucking got there. We were like, you know what, fuck it. And see, when you're in the band in college, they give you what they call allocation, so they give you money. Mm -hmm. So we got a motherfucking envelope full of money. They put us in Detroit downtown. It's a fucking club up the street. Nobody told us not to go to the fucking club. Right. You're fresh, you're fresh, you're fresh, this shit. Just like some real drumline shit that you see on TV. Maybe you, say, you know what? Fuck it. I was gonna go to the club, man. <laughs> so everybody went to the club and we was all together. Them niggas seen us in the club. Upperclassmen. Them niggas just let us party, have a great ass time. I'm talking about we were lit, man. I'm talking about turn. <laughs> We got back on that motherfucking bus. You niggas said, oh, so you niggas can't play seven, but y'all can go to the club. Uh. <laughs> we got back to Tallahassee, man. Them niggas marched us for hours on the train, had us doing all kind of calisthenics, push-ups, and all type of shit. We didn't give a fuck. We had time of our life. We went back to the club the next time. We just make sure Damn. we didn't get caught. 
But that's crazy. Been a while. Seeing a drumline moving, you know what I'm saying? Then, like, yeah, y'all niggas was get, getting in trouble and shit. Like, that shit is real, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, it just wasn't as watered down as drumline, though. We had some moments. Yeah. We had some real moments. But shit, that's why I like PG shit. Like, the, the only times. other memorable moment, now, it prepared me to be an artist. Like, for example, like going out and doing shows and shit when you don't feel like going to go do shows or going to go do some shit, it prepared us for that because they kept us moving so motherfucking much, traveling so many different places. Shit, I remember a time it was fucking raining, man. We we had just did two Battle of the Bears at a football game. We think we didn't even know we had a Battle of the Bears to go to. We was goddamn just coming back through Florida and going to Tallahassee, go get our shit, go to our homes. Motherfuckers made a pit stop in Perry, Florida. Everybody pull up. We still had our uniforms. It was pouring down rain, and I'm talking about it was people out there in the rain that literally came to see the fucking hundred. Mm. We on the motherfucking bus. It's raining, Doc. It's raining. Motherfucker, Doc the White got on that motherfucking goddamn speakerphone through all them buses. Say, Ben, they came to see the hundred. At that point, <laughs> bitch, we going out in the motherfucking rain, rain dog. Goddamn. They came to see the hundred. They, they came to, came see, to see the hundred. You gotta give them a and show. Since they came to see the hundred, motherfucker, nigga, like this fuck, nigga, man. <laughs> gotta give them a fuck. show. Got off the motherfucking bus and strapped up them damn drums in the rain. And was it a great show? Yeah, it was a good show. Did y'all win that? That was a battle of the bands. Did y'all win that battle of the bands? It wasn't even a fucking battle oh. of the bands. It was fucking high school kids oh, and, yeah, and yeah, people yeah, there. Yeah. So we really wouldn't have to compete. We were just right. there for some headlines. Oh man, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> damn charity work. <laughs> But at the end of the day, man, it's just like, hey, it showed you just like when people fuck with you and people support you, no matter whether you feel like doing it or not, man, you got to go out there and show that love. You wouldn't know. Uh-huh. You wouldn't know what the time where the the, the the student had done died with the mm-hmm. hazing and shit. Nah, he came after me, but the person that was on charge of the bus and the whole four nine, he came up under me. So I'm familiar with a lot of the people that was on the bus. I'm familiar with the process. Like, so you, can you speak to that or want to or like... The hazing process, like they would do some stupid shit to you that you ain't, or you ever seen somebody say do something to a. Uh, I ain't saying like that. That was just out of line, but a nigga just ain't stand up for himself. You feel what I'm saying? Because I played football for Ed White, right? Mm-hmm. And they hazing process was we gonna throw you in the the first raining pra- the, the first raining practice, we throwing you in the mud and the mulch. Mm-hmm. All all first years, me personally, I wasn't with that shit. I tell you what about the hundred. I tell you what I got to say about the hundred. Go ahead. <laughs> Blood, sweat, tears. And there you have it. So on that note, <laughs> we're going to go ahead, take a I break. I love it. We had great moments. Mm. We had hard uh, trials and tribulations, but we were one. And shit, it was the greatest time of my life. Yeah. That's what's up. Yeah. We'll go ahead, take a break, and we'll be right back on the Gunshot State Podcast. <laughs> and we back with another episode from the Gunshot State Podcast. And we still here with the homie Mean G. Yeah. Key, you got a question? Yo, 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 so Mean Gene, you know what I'm saying? Like, where that come from? Hey, you know that's funny. Everybody asked me that too. Man, I just had some ways when I was younger. In the ways I was, and it's still the same way, but I just handled them and went away, went about them differently. Was well, shit. 
if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. And if I don't fuck with you, I don't, I don't, I don't mind, you know, and I, I don't, don't fuck, fuck with you. you. <laughs> I mean, you going to know I don't fuck with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and if I don't fuck with you, and you could be on the side of the road lighting on fire, dog, and I'm going to walk past Sheesh. you. And I might throw some gasoline on you type shit. And motherfucker like, man, that's some mean ass motherfucking shit. But when I want to rap, I used to be like, man, I was on Tupac shit. My name, name Tupac, name was Tupac, bitch. My name Gene. I'm gonna be Gene, bitch. Mm. Motherfucker told me. Ain't say, creating no persona or nothing. Yeah, like none that. of that shit. I'm 100% real. Gene. Right. Yeah. Go ahead. So, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, that was yeah, real my name unorthodox. Gene. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, motherfucker, like, man, you can't go by that fucking shit, dog. What the fuck is a Gene? And then my other homeboy, I always call me Mean Gene. People like Mean Gene. I like, man, fuck it. This make shit Mean Gene, dog. I really ain't even like my name at first. I like, man, this call me Mean Gene, dog. Whatever the fuck. And that's how I fell into it. Now, I just brand the fucking shit. Hey, got to. Got to. Your name is everything, you know what I'm saying? Dog, I see you real, like, versatile. You know, got your, got your portfolio diverse. You know what I'm saying? You Like you said, you own a security company. Got semi trucks and shit. Like, mm-hmm. where did that drive and hustle come from to do something other than just rap? You know, like streets. Mm. But I wanted to have the ability to make legal money that they can't take from me. So, like, when you really look at it, and that's why I incorporated my music a lot. When you really look at it, man, it's all business. Everything is fucking business, no matter what the fuck you do. So, I like. Yeah, you can do better that way. You can do better that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and shit, they don't take shit from you. Like, yeah. So, and back at the G, if you're trying to nick and down your way to a meal, like, really, when I say, I'm talking about, like, bottom level hustle, like, start with a fucking, start with some fucking weed and have that motherfucking work your way up to a hole and then flip that bitch out of there and get into something else that really gonna bring you a bigger profit and then pushing that and then back then you know shit cause I'm an older nigga I'm what they call OG and shit now I'm still trying to embrace that shit <laughs> niggas was out selling blue dolphins and supermans and shit oh, you yeah. got that shit and you trying to get all this shit to get a meal yeah. I was like what the fuck yeah so the chances the of you getting fucked up is a high ass risk. And then if I and I just said hypothetically, if I get four places to pay me thirty five dollars an hour, twenty four seven for hundred and sixty eight hours. One year I made about one point five mil. Mm. So I say, you know what? That's the wrong motherfucking game. I took that bitch and I ran with it. And his trials and tribulations on it. You know, I had to learn different things and how to tweak this and how to, you know, I always I always knew how to cut it on and cut it off, how to be a real street nigga and a hood nigga or whatever the fuck we call it now and then turn around and be like, hey, how you doing today? My name is Eugene Smith. I like to uh, be, able to be able to turn it on. We had that ability back then where you knew when you was a certain place, you flip it. When you, way over you out of your comfortability, you be who you are. So I already knew how to talk to people in corporate America, how to go wear a shirt and tie and do all of the other stuff. It was just learning the game of 
what to charge for this person, what to charge for that person, how to move this, how to move that, what they want to see right in the portfolio. And I was very educated, so I just took it and I just ran with security. But then I also started selling virgin hair on the side because that shit just gave me the same hustle like it was on the streets. That shit was like straight that. You ain't need no fucking building. All you need is fucking some bundles, bitch. <laughs> some bundles, bitch. And your trunk, nigga, in the clock. Boy, I'm out this bitch moving. Yeah, I got, what you want, 22, 28, 26, Like you say, selling bundles like selling dope. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But the only thing is, boy, instead of down, instead of having a fiend, it's the females uh, that want I mean, shit. they fiending for the, for yeah, the, for they the gonna bundles. Yeah, they're going to get their hair done. No, that's one thing for sure. They're going to get their hair done, but and they call it. And they hit you up. Oh, shit, boy. My Facebook used to be like a trap phone. That, ding, 2 o'clock in the morning. 22, 24, 26. How much? <laughs> it's me in a motherfucking car. I meet you at Walmart parking lot. Off in this shit. Mm. Like, off in this shit. Then, nigga, I'm finna go re up. I'm like, damn, this shit like selling dope. <laughs> took that money, invested in the security, started a cleaning company. Then I got um, the cleaning shit. All It's just like security. It's business. As long as I line up the price and the sheets and the money, how much it costs. They're going to give them the same type of contract that I'm going to hit them with the security. Same, Actually, same motherfucking game. It's just nigga cleaning instead of watching some shit. So I'm like, well, this shit's sweet as fuck. <laughs> so now I got virgin hell going. I'm fucking goddamn security guards going. I got a motherfucking Chinatoya cleaning company going. But shit, I always had this predicament and things like, you playing craps. If you just waiting on seven to come out, you waiting on eleven to come. Cause people just always tell me they be like, "Man, focus on one business." Man, fuck that shit. I never tell a nigga that. You do whatever the fuck you gotta do and keep whatever the fuck you got going until one pop. It's just like if you rolling motherfucking dice. If you only waiting on seven to come, nigga, you may see six, four, three, and shit. Hopefully, you don't see two, bit. But if you waiting on seven to come, eleven to come. Four to come, three to come, six to come. One of them bitches gonna hit. Mm. And when that bitch hit, it's gonna get you where you wanna go. And that's how it was. I was selling virgin hair and all the shit that came with that shit, females and all that stuff. I was just doing that shit to get the money up. I take that money, invest it into the goddamn security. I get the cleaning country, take that, invest it back into the security. And I'm just waiting on one of them bitches to pop, pop, pop. And I'd be goddamn Acumen Security Services hit, bitch. Nigga. Seven, that bitch hit like seven and eleven, boy. I had motherfucking contract in Miami, contract in Orlando, took them two contracts. Then I went riding around, sleeping in my motherfucking cars, picking up little extra jars from different places. Uh, Pensacola, Florida, uh, Orlando, Florida, Tampa, Florida. I'm just all in all the outlets, racking these bad boys, getting them. The next thing you know, contract started coming like a left, coming left or right. And I just really, when it did, I really fell off from the damn hell. I ain't really want to do this shit no more anyway. It's just too much of that shit. And shit, the cleaning, that shit kind of dimmed me down a little bit. But then, shit, that shit wouldn't coming in, coming in, coming in. I was like, you know what the fuck else I'm going to do with my money? Mm-hmm. I really motherfucking started rapping for a tax write-off, honestly. Oh, shit. Because <laughs> shit. Thanks, I rap for a tax write-off. Yeah, <laughs> music, music is a business. That's where a lot of niggas fuck up at. They really waiting on the label to come get them. I don't give a fuck about a label. 
I don't see them. I don't, I don't care. Now, if they come talking some money, bitch, some, some right money and some right deals, because I do contracts every day, we might we might fuck around and lock up and lock in or some shit. But other than that, I don't care about that shit. You know, I rap for fun. Now, yeah. literally. You know what I'm saying? Shit, I make X amount of damn dollars. I go get this motherfucker, this, that, and other, yada, 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 boom, 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 boom. Bitch, it lost. We ain't bring back nothing yet. Refund. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To that bitch now. Hey. See, that's why I used to tell a motherfucker, dog. And it's, that's why they said tongue is very powerful. I tell a motherfucker, my, I, I never buy a motherfucking. How the fuck? Nigga, crazy as fuck go buy a $1.5 million chain, nigga. Who the fuck go do that? Some shit like that. Well, you know, when you start finding out that when you make $100,000 in profit, and the IRS want 50% of that motherfucking profit. And they ain't did a fuck damn thing to help you get that $100,000 in profit. Bitch, you might want to share that money out somewhere to make you some more money. Mm. So I was, I still want to go get the $1.5 million change on shit, but I may go get a house and just fuck that motherfucker on up and invest in that bitch because I know it's going to return me later. Music eventually will return you money. But you just gotta invest in that motherfucker. You gotta make the right moves with it, cause it'll it, 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 it'll return you or it'll drain the fuck out of you if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. All right. All you know right. what I'm saying? So I went to get the motherfucking money. I was like, you know what? I'm tired of just dumping the money in the music, though. So what the fuck else can I move? You know what I'm saying? Just like the chess boys y'all got right there. I'm looking. Why the fuck else? Who the fuck can I move? Who the fuck? Play chess? Who the fuck? Not really. I just, just get it. I, I get. I get it though. I got you. You know what I'm saying? I just ain't had a motherfucker show me how to move the motherfucking pieces. But yeah. I play checkers like I play chess, bitch. It's, yeah. it's always checkers ain't chess. Yeah, it's all this shit the same, bitch. Shit, because I can line your ass up for six moves on that checkerboard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I'm like, where the fuck am I selling, bitch? You know what? But I wanted to return me some money, too, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? I want to return me some money quick, fast. Oh, then you can make this much money with a semi-truck. Bitch, I wouldn't got a semi truck in a box truck. Mm. Nigga said, "Why you got a semi truck in a box truck, though? Why you ain't just get two semi, bitch? Cause I don't have a CDL." But guess what, though, I can move that box truck. So I put who I depend on, who I feel like, going down, move that semi truck for me, and I could, and I and I support them, and they'll stand by me. But in the end of the day, don't nobody owe you shit, but you. You still a man. So if you can't get out there and go do the motherfucking shit, I might, I'm probably going to go get my CDLs for the fuck of it because I own a truck. But if that semi-truck got a part, shit, they ain't making no money. That box truck don't even require a CDL. Right. I can move that bitch if I want to. I'll move that bitch right the fuck now. I always have a plan B, let alone a plan A. And a plan C. Because shit, plan C is shit. All that shit don't work for me. I don't give a fuck. Nigga, I sell it. Yeah. But I can't fail. I always lock that in my head. So I ain't going to fail. It's going to work because I'm going to make it work. I ain't got no choice for it to work. And when you be feeling like that, you going to do whatever the fuck it is you want to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, so $100 million later for shit, <laughs> $100 billion later for you. You're a hundred million dollar man now, right? <laughs> you ain't too far from that. You ain't too far from that, right? So a hundred billion dollars later, right? What's one of the things you do now that you still gonna do then? 
one thing I do now that, I'm, that I do then, looking for the next curve. I'm always, I'm addicted to making money. I love making money. I'm going to always sit. I'm going to go sit in the house. In the motherfucking hood, dog. I ain't going to fix that bitch up or shit. <laughs> I'm going to get me a house, keep me a house in the motherfucking hood, and I'm going to remember what it was like to eat a mayonnaise and tomato sandwich with no motherfucking meat. That nigga said mayonnaise, mayonnaise and, and tomatoes. Wait the fuck a minute. That got to be the wildest combination I ever heard in my life. <laughs> a mayonnaise, bread, and tomato sandwich with no motherfucking meat, jazzed up with salt and pepper. Did he jazzed it up? <laughs> jazz it up. You got to, man. I'm going to eat that motherfucker. And I'm my bad. You good, bro. I'm going to watch motherfucking TV without cable. For sure. The, remember the box? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to watch TV without motherfucking cable. And I'm going to remember what the fuck it feel like to not have a motherfucking thing. And then I'm going to be looking for the next curve through innovation. Right. And make more motherfucking money. Cause see, money comes and money goes, but it's not the ability to have all of the fucking money that you're gonna win. It's the ability to always have passive money steady coming nonstop from so many different angles. Right. A revolving circle. So once that bitch is running like a car, that bitch is steady moving and spinning around and spinning around and just going out, come back through the IRS, come back to you, go out. Come back through the IRS and come back to you. As long as you got that revolver circle moving like that, you'll be straight for life. Some people be like, man, I get a million, I'll be straight for life. Yeah, all right. Mm. That's what you do with that million. It's going to have you straight, straight for life. Straight for life. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's what I always be doing. I'm always, I don't give a fuck if I'm 100 years old. Nigga, I'm going to be thinking about how to make another dollar. <laughs> they can have me in a nursing home, nigga. Hey, you still hustle. And I called my son up and said, hey, you need to invest a hundred million of those into such and such and then bring daddy such and such and such and such. And matter of fact, come by the nursing home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be me type shit. Let me just show you how to do this. <laughs> yeah, because you fucking it up. You fucking up what I did. <laughs> but, damn, that's what's up. So, like, some people, they just make money because they just, they want to live life or they want to live lavish, but I actually love to make money. Yeah. And this coming from a nigga who I see on social media just throw shit, like, just throw the shit like it ain't nothing, though. Because it ain't nothing. <laughs> it, it's really not. It's nothing but a piece of paper. The money, the money holds value, but it don't hold value. It only holds value to the person who value it the most. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People like, money can't do this, money can't do that. Money can do a lot of motherfucking things, but right. money can't buy shit genuine. Right, right. For right, sure. Right, right. Money can allow you to do things for people genuinely from your heart, but at the end of the day, dog, when, when we all close our motherfucking eyes, I ain't seen a motherfucker take one million in the grave with them through the other side, wherever it's at. Mm. And if they put the motherfucking million in the casket with the motherfucker, I'm willing to bet you a bunch of people going to be having a treasure hunt <laughs> trying to get the motherfucker Trying to get it. So you can't, you know what I'm saying? It's still going to come and go, but I ain't saying don't get out here and don't make no motherfucking money. Don't, don't, 
don't blow it, but be wise with it. Right. Cause shit, you that's, see, that's yeah. coming from a nigga that don't walk in the strip club and made money fly and shit. And then when I, I, guess what? I knew how much I threw when I threw it. <laughs> when, I, when I threw that motherfucker, I wrote that bitch down the top. Bottoms up. Seven thousand. And so, so, and now, you know, and I said, shit. Marketing and promotion. <laughs> For Boss B and Tidy Group. Yeah, we had to go and had to perform. <laughs> And you can't perform without mark. It's marketing and promotion. Hey, y'all listening, man? I'm giving you game, man. Talk Facts. Shit, bro. Facts. Just game, bro. Uh, yeah. Shit. Oh, yeah. I paid fifteen hundred to open up for such and such. Nigga, I went and got boosted because I wanted to do a video, and I always want to do a song boosted. I ain't give a fuck. But it, they they liked it, the record. I ain't care. They were like, oh, that nigga got boosted on the motherfucking record, dog. Nigga, I ain't care. I just always wanted to do a song with Boosie. So shit, I was like, you know what? They gonna pay for me to do a record with Boosie. You know How much you want for the feature? Bet. Gave the money for that motherfucker. Marketing and promotion on song. Ten ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> Fast. Because shit, at the end of the day, this shit, the, the, the label do it. Why can't I? Shit, they so what? They're a major label. Shit, I'm an independent label. Shit, I'm major in the city. And hey, talk here, shit. Shit, it's not a motherfucker out here who ain't ain't, ain't heard of BBMG or Boss being them entire group. And if they ain't heard of it, it's because they ain't want to hear the shit. Like, I pop my shit. But I'm a very humble individual because I tell anybody it's free games, free knowledge. I tell anybody how they can goddamn take their shit and flip it. Like, I ain't no arrogant ass nigga, but shit, I ain't no peon ass nigga either. I just know how to do what I'm doing. Right. I just take that motherfucker dog, and I just get. I, I that's why I openly get on podcasts and I talk about this shit. Cause I hope somebody else take that shit and use it. Because motherfuckers literally out here trying to darn push their music. They really literally out here trying to blow. They literally trying to darn get themselves in the predicaments and the statements. I mean, make the statements that they need to make to try to actually get real record label deals from real major record labels, but they being taken on on runaround circles. Mm. And yeah. I just tell the motherfucker straight up, like, hey, if a motherfucker come to you and ask you, dog, to do some shit, I tell you what you need to do on your behalf to get where you're going, and they ain't fucking paying you to do it, or they ain't saying how we can make a dollar, it's about how they can make a dollar to help you get where you're going. Man, run from the fucking conversation. Right. Run from the conversation. Because shit, when a motherfucker helping you, it's because they're helping us. How we can make a dollar. Like, yeah, we can do this shit together. And I can do this for you, this, this, this. And you got that, that. And what it's going to do is going to return us this. Now, nigga, you talking to me. Yeah. Because shit, when I go to the motherfucking goddamn these, these builders, in contracts and shit, <laughs> they ain't telling me how. Oh yeah, man, what I need for you to get your security guard company out there—that's what we need. I can give you the platform with my building, and then you can furnish me the free services, and then I can promote you on my page. And people gonna say, you know what, guy? Look here, guy. He works with that company. We need to get him to. Ain't how that shit work. That shit work with, hey, we need some services, but we need a great rate. What can you do? Bitch, I can provide you the services for this rate, this, that, another, and that way we both win. Right. Okay, bet. Let's go. Then deliver. Yeah. What made music any difference? 
So I um we talking about your feature with Bootsy and we was just scrolling through your your index of songs and stuff and you know what I'm saying you got a lot of features you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying like you got a lot of a lot of shit popping and shit so you know what I'm saying like what 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 was what plays into that with getting you know all these different artists and stuff like you you really just just got to be plugged in or you just you know what I'm saying grinding to get get the oh, money talks. He just said the goddamn keyword right there. <laughs> All you got to do is go right on that motherfucking Instagram, find that book in the features, click that son of a motherfucker, whether it's call that number or send that email, and you say, hey, how much you charging for a feature? Now, they're going to hit you with, they're going to hit you with, they want a feature price just for them to get on a song, and they're going to hit you with another price to be in the video. In the end of the day, it's all business. You got to respect. You know what I'm saying? Right. And shit. If you want to make that decision, you want to make that choice to do work with them, you pay that number. Or you negotiate. Whichever one you feel like works best for you. And shit, you go ahead on and pay them. And you get them on the record. And then, but I will tell you this, though. Don't get a motherfucking artist on a song and don't get a video. Because in today's time, trying to market a record without a video is goddamn quite useless. That was a That was a lesson. Some people say losses, but I say lesson. That was a lesson I learned from movie. Mm. I had did a, uh, I did the song with Tokyo with no. With she no did head. the feature, but I couldn't. Get, I ain't get to get the video done. Unfortunate circumstances. And it's the time when she was at the height of uh, with Tip. Mm-hmm. And I was pushing the record, but it's harder to push a record without a video because yeah, people want to see visuals. They want to see, you know what I'm saying. A lot of people want to see shit now. Where uh, you interacting with the artists, y'all in that motherfucker together, the scene, the whole four nine, which you can respect that because shit, if you come from times when we come, out, you remember, shit, nigga used to go home and watch BET, yeah, just to see the video, yeah, that makes sense. And talking about videos, you know what I'm saying? We watch one of your videos. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> on that note, we'll go ahead and take oh. a break, and we'll be back. <laughs> remember that point? I got <laughs> that. Stay podcast. And we back with this episode from the Gunshot State Podcast. We got Mean Gene in the building still, man. And he and his bitch giving up some game. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we in. And we chilling, chilling. Uh, damn. Oh, back to what I was saying. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we was talking about the videos, about you know what I'm saying? And, and we was looking at, at uh, what video was that? Was that the one was, for? Uh, uh, Stack of Hunters, Stack I think. Stack of Hunters. No, that might have been Boosie. You talking about the fire? Yeah. No, yeah. Well, yeah, the fire yeah. out the ass and oh, all yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Turso. Yeah, yeah. That was the boost one. Yeah, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, you should just videos was, in. That was talented. Very yeah, talented. very much so was. Oh, yeah. I, you know, it is so crazy because I didn't even know she was going to do that. I could do that. That was actually from, yeah, I do shoot the videos here, too, to answer that question. But that was actually just a moment in the club. Believe it or not, I was just uh, mm. I was going on the goddamn run, and I was going. Um, that was actually came as supposed to be in a movie video. Mm-hmm. So, um, I was going around trying to get different scenes done for the video for movie. That's why I say get done. Unfortunate circumstances or whatever the case may be. So, I had footage left over from that, and then. 
I went back to the same club, got a few more girls to do um, individual scenes so I can get clear, clear shots. And then I had, I was fucking with TJ the DJ. He helped me out because I had some stuff lined up with Boosie to shoot the video. So everything you see in when you look at twerk something for um, the video with Boosie actually in it and the scenes shot with Boosie, we actually ran down to Orlando during the classic weekend because mm-hmm. I had uh, to shoot the video with him. And then Fat Boy Rama had me lined up to do a performance at the car show right oh, after. Oh, okay. Wow. So, yeah. So I almost didn't even have any girls for the scenes with with Boosie because shit, TJ hit me up at the last minute. I actually had a whole a whole fucking bicycle security guard event going on in Daytona. That nigga Boosie, that nigga TJ hit me up said Boosie said, "Hey, come to Orlando, shoot the video. He ready? He'll be there. Let's rock it out." I say, "Bitch, right now." <laughs> he was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Shoot today." I was like, "Man, fuck." So. Made a few phone calls, found two girls for the video. Let everybody know that was in Duval. If they want to be a part of the video, shoot on down to Orlando because we're going to be in there. What's the name? Shot down to Orlando. Shot all the scenes with Boosie, uh, JT Money, Tom G, Chaotic, all them niggas. They just pulled up on me. You know what I'm saying? That's I don't know dope. Love. Just fucking off with them. You know what I'm saying? They just pulled up. We all shot the motherfucking scene there and then went to the car show and then Greg Bell took all that footage between Robert McRae, Fat Chick, and, um, yeah, Fat Chick shot that shit. Greg Bell had some other footage, and another cat uh, was down there shooting. Took all that footage, put it together, edited it, and made the whole video. And wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. So that shit, video really, honestly, is truthful. fire. That shit, that shit, fire. I was just about to say that you shit, fire. You definitely need to go check out that. <laughs> majority, of the, majority of the video shot at Bottoms Up, because I was trying to uh, I oh, wow. fuck with Reggie ass out there. That's my dog. So I like promote his club, because he always been hospitable to me. So shit, that's Bottoms Up, and damn, dog man, car show, he got a little building. He's down shit, so. Dog, you got JT Money on the feature too, dog. You know, I'm from Miami, so that's like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, one of the goats. You know what I'm saying? How was that? How did you go about getting that shit? I had and what's your relationship like, not to cut you off? I called a nigga up. Mm. Called Uncle JT. Shit, man, really? Well, that shit went well. I had a song, that good ass dad, and I didn't know who the fuck I wanted to put on it. The shit just vibe, but it had that, that, the uh, old school feel, and I was like, I hit Fat Boy Rama up. I said, hey, man. I said, hit JT up. I said, man, I found the caller. So we had both called him on three-way. Wait, wait. How you just have JT money number? <laughs> or, or what the fuck? Like, no. <laughs> See, like, that's what I'm saying. You don't just have, I'm finna call JT money. No. That, like, how? For real? Nigga, I'm from Miami, and I don't do that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're like, damn, it's like that. You know, there, there, she be like, man, you just don't really know who you are. I be like, yeah, nah, I bro, you bugging. Like, you, like, yeah. Like, I, people be acting like I'm a celebrity or some shit, and I be like, bitch, I'm Gene. Nigga, I'm just, but shit, right, for you to just say, well, <laughs> let me call JT. Yeah, I just, I mean, you know that's something. I'm just and saying. you know how I met JT this shit? There right? we go. Shit, a fat boy around my, uh, City Girls DJ. Shout out to the city girls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, I fuck with the city girls. So, shit. Just traveling, uh, going, go do little shit with Fat Boy Rama. We would do, I would go in different places, opening up and doing all kind of other shit. Just uh, meeting new people in damn different cities and stuff. And also going to the city girls' concerts, chilling. 
And so uh, he had some shit. They had a concert at the Temple, but he also had like a mixer. JT Money showed up to the mixer, and I had performed a movie. And uh, the song I got with Pleasure P, Sideline. I was I had performed that motherfucker. That motherfucker love Sideline. <laughs> and they're like, hey. Every time he come to motherfucker uh, Duval, dog, we hit the club. And they be like, man, tell him to play that that Pleasure P joint you got. <laughs> Pleasure P. You know how you talk, Sideline. So, shit. Man, I had not locked in, got his number, and shit. It was cool ever since, man. And um, I listened to shit. And I really thought about. I was like, I wonder if I want to put Trick Daddy on Good Ass Day. You not call you. You, you were finna call him too. <laughs> you finna call him too. He said, "Yeah." I think he said, "Yeah." Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's it. Hey, he he got three phones though. He got a lot of goddamn yeah, got people you call. <laughs> shit, must must got got to. I was like, man, fuck it, man. I said, nah, dog. I'm going to put JT money on this bitch. JT. And you know what? And I was, you know what? It just kill like cool and all that shit or whatever the case may be. I don't never let that miss. I don't let none of that shit. Say what the price Stop is. Stop business. Yeah, what the price is. I was like, oh, man, what is that? that nigga say this, send a song over there for you. That nigga. Hey, that was the best feature I ever did, dog. Mm. I said that nigga the song. Uh, I was... I fucked up too when I sent shit. <laughs> I sent the nigga the song one night. That nigga had that bit back to me the next day. Damn. Had that bit back to me the next day. Went to the studio, got that bitch mixed and mastered. And shit, that was that. We still got to shoot the video to that motherfucker too. That's what's up. That's definitely what's up. And so how is it is that like been for you being able, you know, having the opportunity to work with all these different artists you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you the shit, you, you know what I'm saying? You coming up and stuff, but to sit there and be be able to work with some of the people you may have listened to and admire, you know what I'm saying, coming along, Boosie, how has it been JT's. able to being yeah. able to work with them people now? It was ecstatic at first. Very ecstatic at first. Just, I, 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 what, the way I can answer that is saying I'm blessed, for real, though. But after you do all of that stuff, so after, you know what I'm saying? It's just like if you go... Let's say you want a, a, a 750 BMW, right? All right. When you first get that 750 BMW, you feel like the fucking shit. You rolling <laughs> it in, but look, my car do a bit. Yeah, so they were like, man, yeah, but I got booster on the record. Bitch, y'all see it. You know what I'm saying? Tell you, I'm like, and it's, it's, you know what I'm saying? Very blessed. But after a while, I ain't never been no starstruck person either. Right. So, okay. like, it's just like, hey, fuck that shit. To, to me, it's like, a key, you know what I'm saying? Black, you know what I'm saying? Three, three oh five, man. Hey, fuck that shit, K. I'm, I, ain't, I mean, I ain't call you. I'm gonna say, hey, K, pull up, dog. Talk shit on my record. Mm-hmm. I look at them like I look at like, fucking human beings, man. Right, people. Right, right. So like, and they like that shit too, though. Believe yeah, me. they don't because, always want that that hype. Because yeah, like it's, everybody ain't caught up in the hype. That shit get aggravating, dog. Yeah. <laughs> it really fucking do, dog. Bro, like, I said the way like the niggas was on uh, Caesar at the Black Ink event, uh, the camera niggas, dog. I said that shit had to be so fucking aggravating, bro. Yeah, because yeah, like for, for, for one, you cut that shit on when you go different places to people. You know what I'm saying? But. Everybody want any human being want a person to be genuine, dog. Like I ain't got no problem telling you, dog. Nah, man, that shit suck, dog. Don't leave that shit. Like, <laughs> that shit you know ain't popping, bro. That shit, don't do that. Cause I don't, I don't want you to go out here look like no goddamn fool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or if you ask me a question, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. That'll work. 
Mm. I want you to know when I tell you, yeah. Yeah, that nigga really mean that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I pop out a video right now and, that sh- and I know the shit looks stupid to me, I want you to be like. You want nigga tape for real? Yeah, dog. Like, mm. like, I fuck with the record, dog, but you need to do that shit, that video, dog. That shit ain't going to. Nigga ain't feeling that shit. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not no, that shit fine. <laughs> Nigga say that shit to you, dog. Every time, dog. He don't never tell you. Hey. Every time shit. Bitch, you ain't God. That's bitch, a- ain't shit ain't perfect. Nigga be like, that shit fine, nigga. Yeah. That shit fine. That's all I ever got to say. That shit after three motherfucker, I'm going to go find some bullshit <laughs> to show you real quick to see if you're going to tell me, that shit fine. You're a goddamn lie. Mm-hmm. I'm calling you on this shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That's why. That's why even before you did that, you know, I, asked, I said you have about like yeah, be like yeah, yeah, I do, cause you that that comfortability, dog. Like don't treat me no different than the next nigga, right? Cause I'm still a human being. I bleed like you bleed. I use the bathroom like you use the bathroom, and I'm gonna die like you gonna die. Yeah. Right. So at first it was just like ah, nigga, I always want the word boosted. Oh shit, you know what? I always want. I was like, man, you know what? I fuck with Boosie. I like nigga music. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do a song, but shit, I got Tokyo Jets on the record, dog. Honestly, truthfully, cause shit, I like Tokyo Jets style of rapping. I fuck with her, but the reason why I made that the face there first feature that I decided I was gonna pay somebody because I wanted to make sure when I started spending money with people on features Duval that I supported people. a Duval artist first. Oh, okay. There we go. That's why I did that shit. So. Even to that, like, Talk it was up. never no. I, I never, I never chose the feature off a of clout, right? So right. I can get that straight on the gun shine and let mm-hmm. that be known. Yeah. I never picked the artist off a of clout. So because Tokyo had just got signed, because she was from Duval County, I gave her thirty five hundred for a feature. Mm-hmm. Then I went and got a pleasure P. Then I went and got a Boosie. Right. Then I went and got a JT Money. And that's just how I looked at it. Wow. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope, man. And you know what I'm saying? The music definitely is bumping. You know what I'm saying? Like we was we've been bumping in and stuff, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this definitely was popping. You know what I'm saying? Shit came on. Shit I'm round up neighborhood nip. Um Neighborhood Nip. Uh, what up, Nip Nip? What's some? What's one of the things you learned about yourself during the pandemic? Ooh, what I did learn about myself during the pandemic was I had made an excellent choice in opening a business that was pandemic proof. Aha! Uh-huh. And I didn't know it. Aha! Uh-huh. But I kind of had an idea because about a year or so, two thousand eighteen, before. Uh, the pandemic hit I had to go to Panama And do a lot of security For uh, Hurricane Michael When it hit Panama City And what I found out was When you got a heart like mine so You actually do care When people going through some shit Badly That's when I make money So when the pandemic hit I kind of had an idea I was like uh, What the fuck I'm gonna do Let me see Let me sit back and watch but business goddamn started fucking booming. Cause shit. People started feeling the need to need security. Mm. So that was 
something that I learned that if you're gonna open a business, <clears throat> get a business and some shit that people fucking need. Yeah, it ain't gonna always need that way. It's always gonna run. Yeah, even during the worst time. So what I found out pretty much was in a in a times that the world has never seen a pandemic. Nigga, you pandemic proof. Mm. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy, shit, but my motherfucking ego went the fuck up. Boy. <laughs> God got me, but I'm good. But even even when the world going through a crisis, I can still make money. Hey. If I get another business, it need to do the same thing. It got to be the same way. So it all like, need that. That's why I went with semi truck. I was like, hey, yeah. In the, in the pandemic, they gonna need fuel. They gonna need gas. They gonna need all. Mm-hmm. Hey, but that summer, if you ain't get it, you ain't get it if a truck ain't bring it. For sure. So I thought about that. Now I ain't going to open no restaurant. Pallets. Not right now. That's just like some pallets. That's like someone you got no money. You don't make. You, you got. <laughs> you ain't got nothing else to do with your money. You just like you know. What? I'm going to open a restaurant. Right, right, right. Because what I see is tax write off. Yeah, because the tax write off. <laughs> I'm going to take my shot at this. You know what I'm saying? Because the tax write off. But other than just going and saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to open a restaurant and see if that thing works. Fuck, nah, man. They got their COVID spike up one time. It shut yeah. your business <laughs> down. Now you at the home cooking for yourself, trying to figure out how you can sell some plates. Right. You may not ever recover, man. Yeah, it's a lot of restaurants did. Yeah. Logan's did not recover. Right there in uh, oh, yeah, the Oh, yeah. It's me wondering, dog, how Arby's do it, dog. They got to be some king. Right. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would never, I, I never went there personally. So, you may see two cars in the drive through. You may. Pandemic, good time, bad time. Them boys don't never, and you don't never hear them saying, yeah, we got to close down this Arby's. I done seen Golden Corral shut down. The Arby's don't normally have to close down. They turn into the full spot. It used to be an Arby's, Arby's on Normandy, right there across the street from uh, yeah, I know, I uh, know. churches. I ain't been over there. So they shut that one down. They shut that one down. It turned into a, a Vietnamese faux spot. Oh. But it's very rare you see yeah, that, though. Right, but you're right. Because, like, I seen the whole Golden Corral shut down on Mary Road in the pandemic. And the rest of them, <laughs> Arby's still got their lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Who the and, fuck is keeping these niggas in business, And they'll be open though. 24 hours. That's what I'm wondering, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I be selling dope. Who is uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is some of the people that inspire you professionally and personally? Tupac inspired me personally. Personally, uh, the movement he had for the people, the, the love he had for the people, and his music, I felt it. So that was a big admiration for Tupac. Business-wise, mm-hmm. i say my mentor. I used to call him Pop, actually. He gave me a lot of knowledge. He pretty much uh, took me through one-on-one business training without a college degree on how to conduct business in mm-hmm. corporate America. And my mother inspired me personally, her strong will and desire. My father, he inspired me personally on the hustler level because he he only got a sixth grade education from Jamaica. Wow! Damn. Like I used to watch my I used to watch my pops when we was in Pondale. He didn't have a truck or nothing. My pop used to get out, ride the ride his bicycle from Palmdale all the way over off of Beaver Street to the farmers market, 
First my first my pops actually would catch the bus over that way. And he would go buy all these fruits, mangoes, peanuts, and a whole bunch of stuff. And then he'd carry it back to the house on the bus. And then he'll sell he'll he'll box he'll uh get his ziplock bags and pouch up peanuts and then he would also broil the peanuts on a wood fire in the backyard mm-hmm. and put them in a the ziplock bag and he stole enough peanuts till he was able to get them a bicycle. Did that, started riding the bicycle over to the farmer mm-hmm. market, getting all that stuff. Then he sold enough peanuts and fruit and vegetables and all that other stuff off his bicycle to go buy him a brand new Ford truck. Mm. Now that's a grind. That's a grind. That's that uh, Jamaican that's hustle. Jama- I was about to say uh-huh. that's Jamaican hustle. Jamaican hustle. Niggas gonna have nine jobs, bro. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a Jamaican hustle. So, you know what I'm saying? And he would do that and still work down at FSCJ at the college. So I just picked that up honestly from. So like when I be going through some stuff or whatever, I swear around my pops. I talk to my pop, and I love those conversations now because all we do is talk about how to make a dollar. Mm. Mm-hmm. If it don't make a dollar, then don't it don't sense. make sense. What were some of your biggest insecurities growing up, and how did you deal with them? Biggest insecurity. Mm. See how that dead mm-hmm. silence, bro? Yeah. bro? Every time. No, I got. I know what it is. I'm just trying to figure out how nah, to work. I got you. <laughs> I got you. And what it is is, it. it was the ability of your mama not having it. It's funny because I was talking about this earlier today. The ability of knowing that my mama was a great provider, but she didn't have the ability to provide everything. Mm. So, like, I remember, like, days when it wasn't fake George. Like, you actually had the real George. And if you went to school and you didn't have the real Jordans, niggas was riding on you. Yeah. People was riding on you. Yeah, yeah, and the ratio of people having real Jordans and people not having real Jordans was slim to none. So, like, if out of 20 people. That happened to me. Out of 20 people that had, out of 20 people, by 19 to 18 to 17, the motherfucker had the real J's. <laughs> and you ain't have them. You were just left out. And it just got to the point where what it did was, it was like, damn, dog. That shit made you want. It made you want to have money. Like it's so bad. Oh, I buy every fucking pair of drugs damn to come out. <laughs> Just cause I know I couldn't get them. Yeah. Cause my mom used to tell me we can't afford them, bro. That so was, that's my that's my hoes, bro. <laughs> it's so bad now. Go I be buying drugs. I don't even need. Go ahead, bro. Talk I don't even shit. fucking need the drugs. I just buy them cause they just, it can't. And you know what's so bad about it? I buy them if they three hundred. I bought a, a pair of six hundred dollar Jordans, dog. I know I don't fucking need them. Uh, them uh, black, purple, lavender, fourteen of it with five ninety five. Dog, I sent the motherfucking money. I'm like, yeah, send me the bitch to me. Uh-huh. But I remember when my mom. I remember nigga, my senior year of high school. I wore Chuck Taylors. Mm. I had every mm. pair of colored Chucks because they were nineteen ninety nine. But I ain't never tell nobody that. She said, "This is what I like." She yeah, said. the ability, to, the, the ability to, to disregard something knowing you want it because you couldn't get it. When but I was now, younger, when I was younger, not to cut you off, when I was younger, I couldn't afford Jordan. So my mom, so Iverson was my favorite player. So I was getting Iverson. So I had every Iverson it was. You know what I'm saying? So now I get George because I couldn't get George. But yeah, I never forget Iverson. Though. Hey, <laughs> man, that shit heavy, boy. Every it, it damn week. Hey, boy, that should have changed you too. Like for real, like. 
I was like, man, I ain't gonna never be able to tell my kids I ain't can't afford some shit. Right. I know how I feel. So even even if I go to the store, I go somewhere and I don't feel like getting. I don't never say I can't afford it. I'd be like, we'll come back later and get it. Because right. even if I don't have the money to do that right there, because I'm trying to do something else that's bigger, my yeah. brain automatically it's like it sparks my brain to, okay, how the fuck can I go back and get that goddamn that damn um, TV he wanted or that 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 game system uh, chill he wanted. Okay, if I shift this, this here, and this, this, there, if I move this here, that should make me another 10. Oh, mm-hmm. chain up a 99. Oh, you got it. And I'll be like, I'll come back and do that. Yeah, shit, nigga don't need it right now. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because my mom used to be like that, too. My mom be like, fuck you want to join for I'm high, high, shit, shit, it's going to break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, what it was was. You ain't had money gonna do it because you ain't got every stuff. Like, man, shit. I I had started calling myself Mr. Hill figure at one point in time. It's too story, <laughs> though. I went to fucking Orlando for the class that I with my homeboys. But yeah, I went to Orlando, dog. My homeboys for the classic, and I brought all my homeboys something out of Tommy, and I bought damn near every fucking thing in the store. And you know why? <laughs> Cause they say Tommy, Tommy Hilfiger didn't want black people to wear shit. Nah, man. <laughs> Matter of <laughs> fact, I actually talked to Tommy Hilfiger about that shit. Cause yeah, I had to do skinny for Tommy Hilfiger one time, and I wasn't about to do this damn shit. You got his number too? Huh? <laughs> no, I ain't got his number. I taught his assistant, but they had really needed somebody to do security, and I wasn't gonna do it. Wow. Cause of that same shit, and I had they actually got bro on the phone for real, for real. But I bought the damn shit, dog. Cause when I was in fucking high school, I mean when I was a jit in middle school, everybody was wearing motherfucking Tommy, dog. My mom couldn't afford Tommy Hilfiger. All right, so now it was your time to shine. So I went in that motherfucker, dog, and bought damn near. I got so much fucking Tommy Hilfiger, my motherfucker. I call myself Mr. Hilfiger, <laughs> and that was my plug. But yeah, Mr. Hilfiger, cause I got Hilfiger pockets. Mm. And I just bought up shit all the time. Now I got my own clothing line that I'm building, permanent culture. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck to do with the damn Tommy. Damn. I bought up a shitload of true religion. Cause damn, I went to go do a security guard job for them one time and they called me on the carpet. They were like, hey, shit, we be getting security guard services from you, but we noticed you don't never buy my stuff. And my, my, my cop out was, y'all don't have my size. And I said, I wear three at four at, y'all don't have big people's size. I was in the whole fucking outlet. <laughs> they were like, nah, that store you in, we actually carry that size. Mm. So shit, I bought like $3,000 worth of time. I mean, true religion. The same day. Because if you support me, I support you. Right. You got me, I got you. So, my last question that I got from Nori is one of the best questions I ever heard. So, shouts out Nori and Drink Champs. What's, when it comes to the song, what's the best thing you like to do? Is it making a song or performing a song? Making it. Why? Because when you're making it, the music talking to you. Mm. Well, for me, the music be talking to me like, I got a whole song I just made called No Love. I actually been sitting on it for a little minute. But I listened, I actually listened to the instrumentals, I guess, because I was in a band. Yeah. So it, it speaks, it, like the songs speak different to me. So I listen to the instrumentals and then I just get a hook and then I just try to find my way in it. And I think that's just like, so much fun to me is passionate mm. it's a passion but just to go out there and perform the record really i'm just entertaining the people i'm just trying to get you to understand where i'm coming from but 
when I'm in the music, I I understand where the beat coming from. Right, right. So right. you get laying that motherfucker and then you talking your shit, nigga, and then you add your ad lib. That shit is a whole nother exuberant feeling. Mm. Like, and I don't write stuff no more. Since I got like a little, I got a good studio set up. Shit, I can just say what the fuck I want to say when I want to say it with no with no limits on my flows. So I be having fun. I be I be singing and all. <laughs> say singing and all. I be singing and all, man. Pop a little auto tunes on that bad boy, <laughs> and then I go like any engine any engineer that you ever talk to, your ass they'll be like, man, that nigga know how you want to shit sound. That nigga already hit. But I would go out there with OG and Vibe Music Production. I be telling him, hey man, bring that shit from the left, bring it from the right, cut this down a little bit. Hey, nah, just tuck that right there. Yeah, because I. I be feeling the shit that's coming in my music. It's coming. That's what's up. For sure. And Gene, tell where they can find you at, man. Do you got something coming up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bayfield, what that is? This Friday? New single yeah. like me. Y'all can watch that. That video gonna be dropping. That song gonna be dropping on all major platforms. And I'm working on this uh, album that's gonna drop soon as I can actually go back and type out all the lyrics. Uh, versatility I'm gonna drop that When it's soon. coming out Friday Well uh, The Like Me Coming out Friday so, Yeah So that's if you've seen it That's the one with the, uh, the I'm about to say helicopter that's <laughs> the, I put a helicopter In the video before That's why I keep saying it But that's the one with the jet The Lamborghini And the Bentley In the video Okay so We're gonna, we're gonna drop this on Friday then So we're gonna drop it off We're drop gonna drop this Friday. podcast On Friday okay. Okay. Maybe should drop Yep so I got uh, Got that dropping Friday May 5th That shit gonna be dope and then I'm about to get ready to release the full album. That shit gonna have probably about 16, 17 tracks on it called Versatility because you just told me I was versatile, but that was already the name <laughs> of the album. Got that coming. And then, you know, they can find me at M-E-A-N-G-E-N-E-B-B-M-G on Instagram and TikTok or Boss B and I'm entitled to group on Facebook. I heard it here. Key, what you got coming up? Hey, just another week of grinding. Grinding, mm-hmm. you know it for sure. Um, yeah, just running it up, trying to run up a couple bags, getting ready for going a little trip in a couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? But I'm cool. Yeah, you gonna trip? Where you slide to? Uh, Dallas. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's lit out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Sliding out of Dallas. Sheesh. What oh, you yeah. got, fine? Y'all already know me, man. Another week at a job, night shift. We just did our little, our little, you know, our goal <coughs> list of what we're trying to do for the podcast, trying to get more shit going on, setting merchandise up. So that's what I'm really focused on, growing, growth, you know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all go like, subscribe. Me and Gene, man, we appreciate you, homie. Yeah, I appreciate it, being anytime, here. Anytime you want to come through, bro, you want to promote some shit, you know what I'm saying? Our platform is your platform, bro. Just let me know. That's a bet. That's 100. I appreciate you all, man. For real. Yes, sir. Yeah. Gunshot State Podcast.